Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family and the Christian life. And our topic today is helping kids learn how to own up to their sin mm. <laughs> and to not blame shift yeah. their sin. Because that's pretty much what they automatically do is they blame their sin away on someone else, someone else's problem. Uh, the reason they did what they did is because someone else made them or yeah. whatever it may be. Right. So this is a big thing that we're going to deal with uh, throughout our kids' childhood, I think. And so yes. we need to teach them how to own up to their sin yep. and how to resist the temptation to blame shift. Yeah. I mean, anything goes down in the house and, you know, you look over to see what happens and it's almost like, I mean, if they're not pointing the finger, he's like, they may just point like, oh, he did it, she did it. Or it's just immediately the reasons why I responded sinfully or the reasons why I screamed or hit or yelled, whatever, is because of her or because of him or because of this circumstance. And it's just, it's so automatic that the excuse comes out. It's kind of shocking. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty, uh, it's a convenient way to live. Yeah. Right? Your problems. They're yeah. not actually your problems. Right. This is just, you're just the victim of someone else making a mistake, being annoying, provoking you. Mm -hmm. And so if you did something wrong, it's not actually your fault. It's your brother's fault. It's your sister's fault. It's right. that kid's fault. Right. It's not your fault. Right. <laughs> I even think of uh, our littlest one who right now we're kind of in that. I mean, this is ongoing, but the vegetable fight at the dinner table, right? Where it's like, you have to eat your vegetables. And he will even say, my brain is hurting. So I can't eat the vegetables, right? Because my brain is hurting. I mean, and that's, I'm not saying that's necessarily a sinful thing to say, but it, he's giving a sinful excuse to why he can't obey, right? He's saying, it's just my brain. My brain is hurting and therefore I can't eat vegetables. Like, that's crazy. You know? yeah. Sometimes make <laughs> vegetables make my brain hurt too. You know, I get it. Oh, but you still got to eat them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just kind of gets us into excuses in general. Yes. I mean, kids make excuses right. for everything. Right. So it's like, oh, I don't want to eat my vegetables. Maybe my brain isn't hurt, but oh, all of a sudden I have to go to the bathroom. Right. And, right. and so. Um, I guess we're talking about a nuance of that yeah. um, and identifying w when a kid makes a mistake, mm -hmm. a bad choice, a bad decision, yes. a sinful action, perhaps right. getting them to not make an excuse for that, but to say, I did that. That was wrong. It's not anyone else's fault. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Will mm -hmm. you forgive me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's just teach our kids to do that. Right. <laughs> let's do it. It's really important to do that because I think we said kids automatically, right? You don't have to teach them to, to blame shift. Right. They automatically do it. It's yeah. kind of an instinct. Right. To just blame your sin away. So that's one major reason why we need to teach our kids. I mean, mm -hmm. while they're under our roof, while we've got this responsibility of correcting and directing them, man, we got to hit this topic of yeah. teaching them to own up, take responsibility and not blame their stuff. Uh, I think a second reason this is important mm -hmm. is, you know, not only is it uh, built in and hardwired into our system, but um, it just complicates things. It gets worse when you get older, maybe you could say. It doesn't go away when you get older. Right. Uh, there are people who never learn this lesson. And so they walk around as adults 
and they've got the victim mentality where um, all of their sin is not their problem and everything that's going on in their life is, you know, the result of someone else inflicting, you know, problems on them. Oh, so yeah. You gotta, you gotta learn this when you're young. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, part of coming to Christ, salvation, the point of what we, you know, our goal in parenting is to seeing our kids come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and have that right relationship with God is recognizing that they are sinners and that they are in need of a savior. And so I think even just one important aspect of the gospel that we can help our kids to recognize and to see and to own up to is the fact that they can own up to the fact that they are sinful and they are the ones making the sinful choices. It's not other people or other circumstances or trials or difficulties that's causing them to sin. It's actually their own sin coming out in in any of these circumstances. Yeah. I mean, David says, against you and you only have I sinned. And I think that's a, a good prayer of confession for kids and adults alike to pray. For sure. Uh, just fully owning responsibility for sin. I just deal with people in the marriage counseling office or just the, the counseling office in general where uh, getting people to uh, feel the weight of their sin is really step one. I mean, if, if you just are in the counseling office, yet none of your problems are your fault, it's hard to make progress. Right. So step one in a lot of ways is helping people to come to grips with their contribution to the problem, their sin, and to own up to it so that they can then confess it. Yeah. So... We are going to do our kids a huge service yeah. by teaching them this and helping them to learn this while they're young. Right. Um, hopefully it makes the house a little bit more peaceful as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Conflict resolution would be easier, will be easier if each person is owning up to their part. Yeah. So how do you teach a kid to own up to their sin? If adults struggle to do it, how do you teach a kid to do it? Yeah, I think, well, one thing is that we need to make sure we're modeling it to our children. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fess up here and say that sometimes when I am coming to my children and asking for forgiveness because I've lost my temper or I've been upset with them or I've handled a situation poorly and I need to then come to them and say, forgive me for that response— I have been tempted to say, but if you weren't doing this, then I wouldn't have responded that way. I mean, that thought has come to my mind to say, you know, basically, this is all your fault. The reason I yelled, I mean, not yelled or, you know, raised my voice or was stern or strict. It's like, it's because of you. And so I, I think we have to, as parents, fight that urge to blame our own sin on them or on our spouse or on whatever. Um, and we need to make sure that we're saying, forgive me. I was wrong. I chose to respond in a sinful manner, and that that's wrong. No matter what else is going on, I'm owning up to my part. Totally. Yeah, so our kids need to see us confess and acknowledge and own up to our sin. Mm -hmm. Now, I think there's some caveats here where you don't confess everything to your kids, and, right. you know, it's not like um, you say anything and everything to them. Yes. I think we ought to be selective when we talk with our kids, but... The bottom line here is it's important for them to see mom and dad uh, admitting that they're not perfect, mm -hmm. owning up to their sins that are committed against the kids or 
certainly, or in the presence of the kids. And right. It's just like, you know, helping them to see that pattern of right. acknowledging it, owning it, not blaming it, and uh, dealing with it appropriately. Yeah, that's going to be huge. Yeah. So then, I mean, what do you do when a kid, despite your excellent track record of modeling <laughs> uh, this, still does it? Yeah. What, what do you? What do we do then? Well, I think, yeah, I think we have to just correct it and correct their language, their vocabulary terms. We have to make sure we're listening for them and aware of them and make sure that we uh, handle the excuse or the blame shifting that we hear um, rather than a, kind of agreeing with them or just moving past. So it's like, I'll, you know, you hear something like, well, everything's just really frustrating or I've had a bad day. And so this is why I exploded at my my sibling or, you know, I'm really tired. This is why I didn't obey you and, you know, clean up my room like you asked. I mean, whatever it is, it's not just giving them a some discipline or punishment because they failed to obey, but making sure you take the time to have a discussion about the fact that they're saying it's not their fault. It's really not their fault. Um, I make, I, I'm always like, you know, wait, no, it was your choice. You chose to disobey. You chose to sin. Even if, yes, there were difficult circumstances or trials or something that made it harder. I all, I'm trying to always point out the fact that it was their choice, their decision that they made. And there's consequences for that. Yeah. I think that's huge is we need to help them to see. So, mm-hmm. so we need to not entertain the blame mm-hmm. and we need to shut that down and tell our kid directly, you know what? It's not your sibling's fault. It's your fault mm-hmm. and you've got to own it. Yep. And that's probably a message you're going to have to send a bunch of times a lot in order of times. for them to really get it. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important that we start there and we say, um, you know, you've got to help your kid to own it. But Secondly, in this conversation, I think we can acknowledge the presence of contributing factors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you you said, yeah, maybe circumstances are hard. You're having a bad day. Someone is being annoying or frustrating. Um, that can happen. I mean, that that's that's the world that we live in. Yes. There are external factors that make things difficult, mm-hmm. and um, that um, can be the sources of temptation for us. Right. So, um, in those conversations, it's like, yes, your brother was being annoying and provoking you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so acknowledging that there was a contributing factor, but does that mean that it's his fault that you chose to respond sinfully? No. Right. So I think it's helpful to maybe acknowledge the contribution of something, but to not allow that to become the, um, the source of the problem. Yeah. And I think this can start really pretty young. I mean, I just remember with our toddlers, even we would say, um, here's when we're presenting, you know, some choice for obedience. I need you to do this small thing, put the toys away. And, and there you can see that temptation flicker of like, I don't, I don't want to do it. I mean, I remember saying now it's your choice. You can choose to obey mom or disobey. And there's a consequence. And I even just think that kind of communication when they're one and two helps them to see they're making choices and there's a, a effect 
to their their choices. And you obviously build on that. You know, our 10-year-old, almost 11-year-old's excuses or shifting is going to look a little different. But it's something that kind of comes out through all the parenting opportunities that we have is that they see they're the ones choosing. That we may be setting the standard. We're, we're laying out what we want them to do. We're giving them a list or a chore or whatever, a task. And But then their response is on them. Yeah. So basically, this is just a lot of work for the parents to, yeah. to point this out and to reinforce this and to teach this. Um, so really, the, the biggest application that we're giving people on this podcast is, <laughs> yeah, you just got to point it out. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, maybe it's like, well, it's not that helpful, but I don't know any hacks. I don't know any, like, no. secret tips to, like, cure your kids of this. It's mm-hmm. like... I guess what we're doing here on this podcast is saying, we think this is a big deal. We see this a lot. A lot Mm -hmm. of kids have this. Every kid has this. Uh, We've got to train it out of them. So just putting this on your radar, if it wasn't already there, and exhorting you to do something about it. Don't let your kid get away with blaming their sin on someone else. This is a huge step in them coming to see their guilt before God. Yeah. Kind of a big, big picture guilt in coming to Christ. Um, at some point in their childhood, um, they need to come to the Lord acknowledging that they're guilty and sinful and they're separated from God because of their, their sin Yeah, and, uh, calling out for grace and forgiveness. But if, if their whole childhood, you're tolerating their blame shifting, then are they really going to be convinced that they're a sinner, that they need to be saved, they need to be forgiven. So I think it's really important that we have this um, on our minds as we parent our young kids. Yeah. Um, and starting from a young age. Right, right. Yeah, because it's it's <laughs> it's so important, like you're saying, for us to faithfully do that. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities to do that <laughs> within relationships in our household, even within relationships at school or when they're out and about coming back. I mean, how many times they come back and tell a story of some problem. And really when they're telling that story, it's like one-sided, you know, well, they did this, they did that. And I'll often say, well, what did you do to contribute to the problem? And it's like the mm-hmm. eyes, kind of, uh, I'm like, so there's nothing, you know, let's think through that. Were you this way? Were you that way? How might you have added to the issue? Cause it's, it's really easy to see it in other people and it's a big deal for us to be able to see it in our own lives in our own hearts. Yeah. And I suppose our kids can learn this from watching our positive modeling of yeah. this, right? They, they can see good examples mm-hmm. and learn how to do this. And then I suppose the opposite is true too, where they can look at bad examples mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. wow, that's ugly. That's yeah. bad. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because if you, if you let this get away from you, you let this build and develop, then it gets bigger and uglier and nastier than it is. Definitely. Um, yeah. When they're young. So. Yeah. So just do it. Just do yeah, it. Right. I guess that's the bottom line here. <laughs> just uh, don't let your kids blame their sin. Well, and it's a good thing to talk about between husband and wife and how we deal with some of those discipline issues and keep coming back to them and uh, making sure we're on the same page with that. So That's right. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening and we'll chat with you next time. All right. See you.